Here they come! Hello, and welcome to episode 31 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average, or duff. I'm your host, Eric Moore, and today I'm joined by Ian Marchant to take our first ever look at Ray Harryhausen's work, Talos from Jason and the Argonauts. Say hello to my little friend! Hello, Ian. Hello, Eric. Hello, and welcome along to our first uh, Ray Harryhausen devoted yes, episode. Yes. Um, it's been a, it's been a long time coming. I know. I mean, there's, there, there, there are many, many films, and there's many subjects, and it's just really to to, to get them all done as quickly as I, I would like. Really, it would have to be like a bi-weekly or tri-weekly, yeah. you, you know, because there's just so much to talk about. But yeah, he he was always going to uh, appear, and here we. Um, finally are and uh, the reason I, I i picked you to discuss this is i, I i've got a feeling that you and i are going to be um, mirroring each other with our experiences um with ray harryhausen films so, yes. so uh so yes. let's hear your story about you and your introduction uh to the works of mr harryhausen i think i was like most people i think of a certain age i was aware of ray harryhausen films before i knew the name ray harryhausen um, there was a, a certain type of film that would come up on, you know, uh, BBC Two whenever they did a, uh, a little film season or uh, occasionally ITV on a Saturday morning. And the, the, you always sort of had a feeling that these films were connected in some way or they had something about them. And it's only sort of as you get older and you start looking into the background of films and you realize it's because these were Ray Harryhausen films. So I, I, I can't remember a time in my life when ray harryhausen wasn't part of it in one form or another these were always films that you look forward to everyone knew you know the the classics jason and the argonauts sinbad um one of the first films in fact it might have actually been the first film i ever saw at the cinema was clash of the titans i think or it would have been certainly one of the first um which uh not one of my favorites i have to admit hmm. but uh, the effects in it are still excellent um but quite a dull film i seem to recall um so yeah so it's, it's always been sort of in my life and then i was very lucky uh in a in i think about 96 or 97 um ray harryhausen actually did a, a little lecture in watford uh, at one of the film fairs watford used to have a really good film fair on mm-hmm. And uh, so he came along and I booked tickets and they were limited tickets. And I managed to get hold of him. And I think it was it was some stupid price, like a couple of quid to go and see him. And it was just amazing. It was, you know, sort of meeting uh, definitely an idol mm. uh, in, in more sense than than you sort of that that term is normally thrown about in life. I think he was he was a genius, I think. Mm. Mm. Um, very modest man as well, which is, you know, I always like a bit of modesty. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he's always been in my life. Yeah. I, I, I knew I knew our stories would parallel. Mine is almost identical to yours. Um, I didn't know the name, but I did. I, I, I can remember noticing uh, the word dynamation. 
Yes. You know, I, I knew that it was going to be, a, as you say, this style, very similar sort of creatures and effects if it had Dynamation. I didn't know Ray Harryhausen. Um, but yeah, I, again, with you, I can't remember a time that I didn't know them. And they, they always just seem to have been there on television during the summer holidays or whatever, you know. That's it. Yeah, it was it was always I, I, you probably have the right age to remember this. Probably most of uh, the people listening won't. Um, the TV shows Clapperboard and Screen Test. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they always used to regularly have uh, a Harryhausen sequence. Mm. And it was always the highlight. It was always you, you was sat there watching it going, please, please have have something from Ray Harryhausen. It's films. amazing. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I've thought about this before with um, Clapperboard, especially they you that was the only time you got to see little segments of a yeah. film, you know, in, in this pre video age. And I remember when Star Wars came out uh, on screen test, they had a couple of clips yeah. of Star Wars. And it's like and, and so you'd watch it just for maybe like five seconds. Yeah. And yeah, because there was no other way of seeing this. No, stuff. and I remember. Um, do you remember the madness video for Return of the Lost Palmer Seven? Um, you know, it's it, it's it's pretty much an instrumental track, and it's usually yeah. band just playing instruments. But but then there would be a clip of the shootout at Mos Eisley, Han Solo yeah. shooting, and then the Millennium Falcon taking off. And you just watch that video to watch that like five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it was it, like I say there was there was nothing else sort of around but yeah it's i suppose um disney had disney time didn't it which was mm. a teleprogram which uh, if people don't know it is it was sort of every bank holiday or every every time there was uh you know uh, a, a day when the schedules were slightly different you would get a walt disney's disney time and it would they would show a sort of three four minute clip mm. uh usually hosted by you know someone famous at the time uh and but it, so you got to see Disney clips, Disney songs, Disney sequences, sort of quite regularly. Mm. But but there wasn't really anything for anything that wasn't Disney, other than like you say, screen test or clapperboard. Yeah. Um, and occasionally you might see something on film eighty, whatever year it was, yeah. <laughs> eighty one, eighty two, eighty three. Um, but you had to put up with the fact that you just knew that uh, Barry Normal would slag it off if it was sci fi or horror. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. It, it, up until sort of VHS come in, these these were these were rarefied treats. Yes, and you lap them up. I mean, um, yeah. and I'm a bit older than you. The first one I saw uh, at the cinema was uh, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, um, which I can remember not really liking much at all. I didn't like the creature designs in it and um, the way the saber-toothed tiger's fur yeah. just <laughs> undulates all the time. Yeah. Um, but Actually, I, I think I must have seen that at the cinema as well. So perhaps that was the first, because yeah, that was before Clash of the Titans. Yeah, wasn't I think it, it was seventy-seven, yeah. wasn't it? Sinbad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Clash of the Titans so was eighty-one. That yeah. So so yeah. So Sim, probably Sinbad would have been yeah. probably one of the first films I saw. Yeah, it had a fantastic oh, to poster. Have a memory. <laughs> yeah, it had a brilliant poster, but the film didn't. Yeah. Um, live up to the poster. Um, but when I was small, I can always remember, you know, I used to love them. I used to watch them, but I would be bored by them because I wanted to see the special effects sequences. I yeah. wanted to see these creatures. I wasn't interested in the slightest about Sinbad and the girlie that he's got in this one or, or Jason trying to find the fleece. I was waiting and I didn't care about the gods talking, you know, out, no. up on Mount Olympus. I was just waiting for the next creature bit. The only, yeah. the only two films that uh, I didn't mind watching the human bits was uh, First Men in the Moon. Because yep. of Lionel Jeffries. Excellent, yep. And I'll watch anything with Lionel Jeffries in. And uh, Golden Voyage of Sinbad, because you had the double whammy 
uh, of Caroline Munro and the double whammy of Caroline Munro and Tom Baker. Yes. So yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I don't. The 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 human parts of Harryhausen films were were never the strong point. They were never the the great. I mean, to the point where it always seems that his leading men are dubbed afterwards <laughs> on a lot of his films. So uh, obviously the, the, I imagine in the actual making of it, that the, the, the human elements were secondary anyway. Mm. Um, but no, you're right. You're watching them and you're just thinking, get, get to the next creature bit, get to yeah. the next creature bit. Anyway, we're going to get to the next creature bit and we're going to go ahead and uh, have a clip. Okay. Uh, so let's go. It must have been the wind. The sequence starts with Jason and his crew. They arrive on uh, the island there and uh, they disembark. You've got old Nigel Green. I always forget Nigel oh. Green is in this film. Superb Hercules. He's, a, he's in a nappy. I love the way yes. he's wearing a giant yeah. nappy. They all, yeah, they all seem to wear nappies in this, don't they? Yeah. Obviously, it was uh, the monsters were so scary, I suppose. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> Maybe it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go off looking for some goats, don't they? Yeah. Um, Never a, never a good thing. Never, nothing good ever comes out of going off to look for some goats. Never be led by goats. No, no. no I a, want, a life lesson there. Yeah, I want, it, I want that on a T-shirt. Yeah. Um, and uh, they, they wander through, and uh, we, see, we see Talos the first time they see Talos, and he's crouched on top of his monument there. And that is a fantastic shot. And all the way through this sequence, um, the music plays so much of a part yeah. of it, doesn't it? It's superb. It's superb. Interesting there. Uh, Talos or Talos? I think of Talos, but that's my Doctor Who yeah. background, you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, it's a fantastic shot. I mean, you know, he he was a genius and, you know, and he had such a way of thinking about how this will look up on screen. Uh, yeah. We'll get into this in behind the scenes, just how small these things were. But to have the camera low down like that, pointing up it's- like that. And also, it's 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 pant-wettingly scary. Back to nappies, um, where he just turns his head, you get that creaking noise, which just the 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 sound effects really add to, in fact, this whole film. But this sequence in particular, where he just turns his head and you hear the creaking, mm. and that is so scary. Mm. I remember as a kid being scared, and it's still 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 gets me today. It's uh, it's it's so well thought out, and so much uh, expression in. Mm. In a well, blank it's essentially, face. yeah, a, a blank face, a fixed face. Yeah. It, it, it's a question that comes up very often on this show is like, how did the original audience, you know, watching this in the dark on a, on a whacking great big screen, how did the children of the time react to this? You know, I imagine it would have scared them. I think it would have worked. In fact, the, this entire film works. It, it's, it scares in the right places and it amuses in the right places. Mm. I think it holds up really well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I can imagine, especially when you would have been watching this on its initial run as a, a small show, you wouldn't, unless you were a very, very, very select group, you wouldn't have any idea how it was being done. No. 
you wouldn't know the behind the scenes. It would just be a film for you. Mm. And I, I, yeah, I, I think it, it, especially that, that first little shot where they, they come out and, uh, they think, Oh, everything's all right. And then you get that. The, the head turns out and it's just brilliant it's superb i i do like the line that uh uh that nigel green as hercules gives which is um this is this must be where hephaestus created the statues and set them all up for the world to see <laughs> presumably if the world visited that small goat filled <laughs> island yeah and followed yeah, the goat not, <laughs> yeah he's not he's not good into advertising is he hephaestus uh no 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 but they they go up to the monument and the camera keeps going back to him and and every time the camera yeah. goes back to him again you're looking up at him and you've still got this fantastic music and it's just there's just such a sense of scale in that and there's such a sense of foreboding because the music is complementing it so well um the music is excellent yeah New building music the, the other thing that and i this this sort of holds true of a lot of well almost all of harryhausen so some other films is even as a child i worked out that when the film went grainy a creature was going to appear mm. and because of the way the, the the elements are put together and i i sort of twigged that at a very early age and in this one especially it keeps keep like you say keeps showing shots of uh Talos and he's grainy and it's like <gasps> Something's going to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they force open the door uh, and they're in that treasure ch- treasure chamber of the gods where you've got pearls the size of basketballs. And, yeah, uh, it's, it's weird. It's one of the gods' uh, sewing baskets, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all needles and pearls and sewing thread. And, yeah. I, I like the Not way Hercules takes to the uh, needle because he wants it as a yeah. javelin, you know? <laughs> And and that's when we have the first of the creaking. You hear the creaking and the door shuts. Um, and Hercules... Which I think it's the wind. Yeah, yeah I, I love Nigel Green the way he opens that door. He kind of like yeah. looks into the camera and blows into his hands, yeah. doesn't he? At no point do you see any of his muscles really actually straining. You never see any uh, veins bulging in his neck or on his yeah. biceps. Well, he, he, he's that sort of 1950s looking hard man, is he? He's not, he's not toned at all. No. He wouldn't. You know, now you if if he was on screen now, you'd go, well, that actor's let himself go sort of thing. Mm. But back then, of course, that was a that was a virile yeah. physique. Um, but, yeah, I think he plays it really well. It's yeah, a shame he, he um, just after this sequence, he, he leaves the crew. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, they leave, they look around, and there's that shot that you were saying about. You have the creek, and he turns and looks down at them, and the music gets even more ominous. You know? Yeah. <laughs> And so they leg it, and he starts stepping down. Now, how Ray Harryhausen managed to animate, uh, uh, you know, a stop-motion model to actually step off, you know, of a plinth like that, I really don't know how. Yeah, he he, he was a clever man to. I mean, it's if you if you look at like the um, Willis O'Brien's King original King Kong, and on if if you watch. Um, you know, a, a, a version back a few before they uh, tied it up certain scenes. You can see when someone lifts their foot, if he's off balance, there's a, a wire mm. holding the foot up. But you, you can't, you tend not to see them. Now, whether they were uh, optically removed, something like that, and they, they were there, perhaps the technology just got a bit better, but you never sort of see that on Harryhausen stuff. No. Um, but yeah, it's, and it's a really nice sequence as well. So he's, uh, Taylor steps down and he's, it almost tires him out because he leans back onto the yes. tomb. Yeah. And it's, it's again, this, this wonderful little bits of character that 
Harryhausen would put into these, and they were performances. Hmm. He's not just animating a monster. It, there's a performance. So like in um, uh, Valley of the Gwangi, the, the, the Allosaur, hmm. where when he first appears, he stops and has a quick scratch of his nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing. No, I- you, that must have taken him like uh, half a day to, to yeah. do that tiny little bit. But it just adds so much character. And in this, the way the way Talos moves, it's it, there's so much character in that tiny little model. Yeah, I, I know. I also like in Valley of Grangey when he's uh, squaring off against the cowboys. There, he's standing yeah. there, but his tail is swishing like mad. Yes. You know, he, he he he's he's cheesed off. It's yeah, very, very well. cat-like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, here, I, I I don't know. I'm thinking maybe Ray Harrow's and but by Talos um, leaning back like that, you know, he's stiff. He's been held in that pose, yeah. you know, for a very yeah, very all, long time. We all get there, don't we? You know, we're, we're not we're not getting any younger. I'm you, like that every morning. Car for an hour, yeah. <laughs> you have to have a lean. But it's just it's well, now whether I mean I I can't even say that. I, I'm I would say that that's been put in deliberately, but you don't know because. If if something would have happened where he had to lean him back, it would have stayed in because it's not like they could cut and redo that part because mm. all the sequence before it was probably a month's work yeah. uh, in a shed. And the the thing I I sort of never you 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 tend to in in especially if you get into behind the scenes stuff special effects and and you have one name that typifies a whole team so you have like you say, say that's a stan winston effect mm. that's not stan winston that's possibly done that himself but his team and it's yeah. highly trained and so but when you say it's a ray harryhausen effect that was ray harryhausen on his own animating mm. that yeah he he would sometimes have someone in to do the to to operate the camera and he might have someone in to operate the lights and to make sure that but all that all the animation up till um clash of the titans was him alone doing yeah. it it's amazing. Because yeah. do, do you know yeah. that story later on in in the film uh, where Jason's up against the Hydra? Um, he when he was animating the the you know the many heads of the Hydra, he had to take the phone off the hook and he had to go yeah. uninterrupted because if he got distracted, he would forget which was the last head that he had moved. Yeah. He had to do it all which, in one go. You know? That's it. And which direction the head was moving in? Yeah, yeah. Because you the slightest error and 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 it's. And it's not like he could do multiple takes of this. No. In fact, I, I would imagine, other than a catastrophic like camera failure or lighting failure or something like that, that these are all first takes, single See, takes. Yeah, of because the, now, of I mean, we're pet. in the digital age. You take a photo, you yeah. instantly uh, can check it. It's not like the old days you took yep. a photo and then you had to take the roller film off the boots and wait two weeks. And th- it would have been a similar thing with Ray Harryhausen. Yep. He would have worked all day then had the film processed and he wouldn't know until the next day or maybe the day after to know whether that was actually, you know, okay or not. And if it wasn't, well, he's just wasted one or two days and he'd have to do it all over again. So I'm presuming it it had to be done right first time. Yeah. And if it was a longer sequence, he wouldn't be able to do it in one day. So you would, you might have a week's worth for him to, to get footage back and realize that in the, you know, the first couple of shots, something's gone wrong. Mm. Um, so yeah, it, 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 he must have had the concentration, you know, amazing level of concentration mm, to get this yeah. right. I, I mean, I, I have, I get distracted so easily, <laughs> even when I'm, you know, 
doing a bit of painting or something or meant to be writing a report or something you get distracted so easily and to think he i know when when he did the talk uh in in watford you got a sense that he had huge pride in what he'd done but also a little bit of sadness and he kept sort of kept referring to the fact that his whole career or a good majority of his career was being alone in a shed mm. and and you you sort of got almost a a, a feeling that he I, I don't consider this, but I think he thought he perhaps should have gone on to better things. Oh, right. It's, yeah, it, there was definitely a, a, a hint of sadness there. A bit of melancholy there. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I hope that, that, you know, sometime during his later years, he realized what a, an amazing impact he had. Well, he knows. I mean, so you know, I, yeah. I mean, he, he wasn't like a, a, a forgotten genius, you know, no. I mean, he, he was acknowledged by his peers and everybody that yeah. came after and, you know, and towards the end of his life, he, he, he was lauded to even more, you know, the amount of yeah. publications that came out and the interviews. And then he was asked back for DVD commentaries. And then you've got the likes of, you know, John Landis, uh, Joe Dante and Martin Scorsese, all, 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 um, praising him you know he was yeah. acknowledged you know by uh that's uh, it and unlike say i suppose willis o'brien who mm. by all accounts died quite a a bitter <laughs> yeah 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 forgotten so, person. yeah so right back back to the sequence I, I was just thinking there maybe the the reason why he does lean back and that is you know the crew hercules and his mate they've got to get round to the ship yeah. and warn jason and they've got to get in the boat before talus comes round that uh round the cliff there so maybe that's yeah, he, why it, that was a slow, he, slow he's got delay a delay about somewhere hasn't he he's yeah i mean it, this was always i mean it's still the problem in this day and age especially with with mad cgi super fast creatures it's it's how how do you get people into the necessary positions without it looking, you know, the classic, oh, someone trips and falls type thing to mm. create enough. But yeah, perhaps, perhaps that's, you're, you're probably right there, that it was a, a, a definite pre-thought out sequence yeah. to give give the guys enough time to uh, get back to the ship, warn the people, launch their ship. And then round he comes for, uh, around that cliff. Yeah. And that is such an iconic moment you know yeah, in in film just that as a as a still that that image of him standing by the cliff like that what a terrific shot that is you know <laughs> i think even if even if you didn't know much about the film i think most people would recognize that shot yeah but you know i if you if you're not a, a fan of these sort of films they can they can blur into into one for a lot of people mm. but i think people the, the two things isn't it from that you know it's jason and the argonauts is the the skeletons mm. attacking and talos coming yeah. around that that lovely shaped bit of rock um, that's just the same height as him or just a little bit yes. taller it, you know you don't see the top of his helmet coming round. you know just before he appears or anything it it shields him beautifully doesn't it yeah Yes, it, 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 exactly. And I've, the other interesting point as well that I, I never really sort of knew about was that Harryhausen would be there when they were filming the live plates, mm. basically mm. directing. I mean, he didn't direct the actors as far as acting or anything, but the 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 the, the cinematography, etc. He, he was there because yeah. he knew exactly in his mind what what he was planning, and he got. So, and you you look at it, and it works perfectly. The 
the the the background plates work perfectly for what he's doing yeah yeah there's that brilliant photo from one million years bc where he's on set and he's showing yeah. raquel welch how to fall onto a mattress because he, he needed her to land in a certain yeah. way so he could do the stop motion of the pterodactyl picking her up you know yeah it's he there's a reason these are called ray harryhausen films aren't there yeah. it's more so more so than when we say a lot of you know it's a hitchcock film or it's a you know a spielberg film yeah these uh, he had his finger in everything here i think to yeah. to make these films without him they wouldn't exist no no definitely if you try and think of this film made but you know uh with somebody else doing the special effects yeah. i i, well, I don't I know mean, you're, you, you you don't even have to think about it. I mean this whole sequence if you watch the the back to Caroline Monroe the the film Star Crash yeah, which has a sequence ripped off from this <laughs> and it's all, almost shot for shot sort of layout and it looks utter pants it, it is does. awful it does um, and yet it's the same technique probably with a you know a, a similar size budget these were not big budgeted mm. films um but it looks awful, and that, that's purely down to the, the skill of Mr. Hallahausen, I think. Yeah, Star Crash is coming up. It's, it's, it's going to be featured, <laughs> but it, it's just a case of which effect do you yeah. <laughs> decide to focus on. There's an awful lot you can oh, say about that whole film, and not in the most glowing of terms. Yeah, no, it's that... that I, I don't even think you could call it a guilty pleasure, because you always remember it as being better than it actually is even though you remember it as being awful and you remember much more enjoyment out of it than you actually get out of it when you're watching it it's definitely a film to remember not yeah. to watch it's one um, of those films that looks better as stills than actually watching yes. it if you look at stills of it it doesn't look too bad <laughs> yeah then you finally see it and it's like oh, oh no, no. <laughs> and again again back to leading character being dubbed yeah what's up yeah. with this it's weird isn't it yeah all right, so uh, they, they, they row frantically off, and yep. um, Talos comes round the headland. Uh, another, you know, classic shot as he comes along, along and straddles it, and and waits for them to uh, sail and, uh, in between his legs. Yes, that could have been a dubious shot, couldn't it? Looking yeah. up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Weirdly, though, every time I watch that clip, I I think they could make it. Yeah. Come, row a bit fast. You could make it. And that's amazing because you know exactly that they're not going to make it. Um, but you, you get swept up into it and you think, come on, come on, you could do this. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Talking, and, and, yeah sorry. No, I was going to say, um, um, talking about John Landis and, you know, other filmmakers who, you, you know, Ray was a hero of theirs. Uh, Peter Jackson is another one. And yeah. of course, I always remember uh, thinking of, uh, of this sequence in Fellowship of the Ring towards the end when they're going down the river and you've got those two yeah. statues either side of the river. And as the camera goes, as they go past, the camera is looking up at their stone yeah. faces. And it's like, this is a bit of a Talos moment, you know? Yeah, I think there's def definitely a bit of uh, homage. There's there. a homage, yeah. Yes. Anyway, they, they don't make it. He, he picks it up and, and, and drops the ship. Uh, that's the the one I was going to say. That's the one little bit that that doesn't work for me is, and it's not a Harryhausen shot. It's where they're trying to make out the ship is vertical mm. when it's quite obviously they're waggling the camera about. Yeah, and the camera's and on its side. Of, yeah. yeah, it just it does not work. They're, I'm not. It it pulls me out of that sequence every time I see it. And I oh, yeah, yeah. I, was, yeah. I was so enjoying that, and then oh. 
Yeah, and also yeah. when they when, when they, the the crewmen they splash into the sea, the sea yeah. doesn't look like the sea that they would no. you, you, you see in the effect shots. Yeah, it's more like a swimming scale. pool. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's, uh, um, yeah, it, Jason, it, it, it pulls you out. Pulls it you does. Out, it, it, it does because we're away from the effects up until now. Yeah. You're 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 with it and you're in the effects, and then suddenly you're back to humans um and uh, nappies, yeah. in in their nappies having a swim you've got jason hanging <laughs> on to the the wooden head uh, who's talking to that's not the best of effects the way her no. eyes open um but you know i mean the product is a product of its time what else are you going to do how, how else are you going to do this you know yeah it's i'm not sure uh, other than like superimposing uh, on a black man's face onto mm. it or i don't don't know no. Could we say it's a, a definite wooden performance from Anna Blackman? <laughs> Not sure. um, but it works. It, it it sort of works because it's meant to be a wooden effigy that's come to life, isn't it? So yeah, I, yeah. You know, I'll I'll buy them now. Yeah, it's so a yeah, pass. Yeah, the 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 plot point for me is is why doesn't he tell him about this sooner? <laughs> it's like you know you you've got you've got the goddess. Uh, is it Hera she plays? Hera, in? yeah, yeah, because they mix up the 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 sort of mythologies of these. Yeah, these, uh, he was played fast and loose, didn't he, with the uh, mythologies of all these. Oh, we're creatures. coming on to that in yeah. behind the scenes. Oh, and yeah. uh, so you got Hera, and and you'd think that he that would he would I'd be touting that because these people are reluctant to go on this voyage anyway. I've got a god on my ship. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't be keeping that quiet. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, they go back to the island um, and the men distract Talos uh, by lobbing things at him. Yes, poking and, his toes. Yes, and yeah, yeah. Um, and Jason, he runs up behind and he's he's got this massive hatch on, on, on his heel, hasn't he? Yes, yeah. I, I often wondered about the hatch and is there a, is there a giant spanner sat around somewhere? It does look like there's got yeah. to be a special implement yeah, to undo that. All, yeah. Like that's you a have on a lawnmower. Screw. Yeah, that's a security screw, isn't it? Someone's yeah. put on there so so that people don't tamper with Talos. <laughs> or uh. the goats tamper with Talos. Well, Maybe. yes. It's an yeah. anti-goat device. It could well be. And it, there's no goats in that scene, so it shows there it you works. Go. Yeah, it does yeah. work. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, he manages to open it uh, after a while. Of course, again, technology of the time. You don't for one minute think that the, the foot that he's fiddling no. around on is the foot of the miniature that you're seeing walking because it's conveniently just standing still like that and there's no sense of any movement from it but you know that's the product of its time it's a full-size one yes uh, it's also i i often as a kid i often wondered where was that where was that fluid i'm not sure what it's meant to be where was that fluid going it's sort of because there's a fair few gallons that must come out mm. and you you don't see it anywhere or you don't see yeah. a sludgy mess behind. Uh, it must just soak off. straight down into yeah. the sand. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I mean, I, I quite like when when Jason first sort of breaks the seal and you get that hiss of steam. Mm. And so it's very very sort of sort of weird about that steam, and it's very almost evil steam if you can have mm. evil steam. Um, very well done. Uh, I don't know what it's meant to be in him. I don't know whether. Oh, uh, we're coming up to that on behind the scenes as well. Oh, excellent. Oh, yeah. um, yeah, it, it, good little sequence. And there's a lovely bit just beforehand where one of the uh, they they uh, ADR a voice on the soundtrack. It says, "Watch out for the foot," <laughs> as if like, that some, someone wouldn't have noticed otherwise, would they? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
anyway, it pops open. The stuff pours out. Uh, Talos clutches at his throat. Brilliant. Yeah, a little bit of emotion there. I felt a bit yeah, sorry he, for he him. actually screams. Mm. I'd forgotten that yeah. he actually does scream. Um, and then we get the crackle effects start happening yeah. all over him. Which is, it sort of brought me back to um, Quite a Mass in the Pit, the film version. <laughs> yeah. Know, yeah. Is that sort of, and I said, oh, didn't quite work that. Didn't quite work for me. Well, Still yeah, a good I didn't effect, even think didn't, about that. Didn't quite, yeah, didn't. Again, sort of brought me out on a film. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised, and we'll, we'll, we'll get to this in a minute, but I'm surprised how they did it, because uh, it's not how I expected right. it, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, and anyway, he, he clutches at his throat. Um, we get the crackle effect, and he falls over straight on the guy who goes back to get Hercules' needle. Yes, is that is is that Acastus? Is that his name? Yes, I think it yes, was. Yeah, something like that. And he he goes to the Prometheus school of running away, of course, doesn't he? Yeah, he, uh, yeah. He, he doesn't he go doesn't to go one left side. or right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sits there going, oh, he could easily what, have escaped. That what amazing. a stupid way to die! How did he die? Oh, yeah. He died trying to retrieve a needle. Yeah. That Hercules didn't really want anyway. Yeah. Okay. It, it was a whacking great big gold one, but it was still a needle. Yeah. Mm. yeah it's. Uh, it just didn't see the point. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, a, a pointless death. But it does. I mean that. That sort of leads to Hercules leaving. And mm. I, as a kid, I always thought, oh, is there another film? Is there another <laughs> film where we find out what happened to Hercules? No, that's the last one. Well, Okay, well, with that resounding thud of him getting uh, squashed, that's the end of the sequence. Good, good way to end the sequence with a big thud. Yes, um, it's a crack, cracking sequence. How long? You're on fire today, aren't you? Blind. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, about, uh, about seven minutes, is it? In total? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's something like that. Yeah, something like that. And and yet the you 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 remember him for your lifetime, don't you? It's it's indelibly imprinted, yeah. isn't it? Indelibly. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we're going to behind the scenes. OK, so here we go. Um, as often happens in Ray Harryhausen's uh, films, there's you, you get a bunch of legendary figures and events they yeah. used, but they're altered to suit the film. Yeah. Now, did you know there was an actual Talos in Greek myth? I I, I imagine there, there probably would have been. I don't know much about what he did presumably uh he had a sewing shop judging by what he kept in his <laughs> his uh his little box i'm sorry to disappoint um he was a giant or i can never say it a giant automaton is that right automaton oh, right, yeah. automaton um he was only he was about a eight, yeah basically a robot a clockwork man um yeah. who was about ah. eight feet tall he was only about eight feet tall ah, um, so he wasn't a titan no, because they they make they make mention that he's the last of the Titans or something like that. One of the Titans. No, 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 and he's no. Not. He, no, he was about eight feet tall. He was he was basically a security guard. He was made of oh. bronze, um, and he was created to project uh, protect uh, Europa, uh, a place in Crete, from py- pirates and invaders. And oh. what he used to do, he used to circle the island. Uh, three times a day, he would walk around the island. And if he came across strangers that he didn't like, he he would heat his body in a fire until he was red hot and basically go up and hug them and burn them to death. He sounds a strange sort of cove, doesn't he, really? <laughs> you can kind of yeah, see why they yeah. changed it for the film, because some, yeah. some bright, uh, bronze red hot giant running around saying, <laughs> give, man, yeah. gives a hug. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that 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 that's the original Talos. He also had the stuff in him, 
Okay. Uh, he had one vein, yeah. apparently, in his body, which went from his neck to his ankle, uh, which was kept shut by a bronze nail. None of this goat, goat, anti-goat device on the ankle. It was a bronze nail. Okay. Um, and uh, Jason and the Argonauts uh, actually did feature in the story of Talos. They approached Crete. Uh, after they'd got the Golden Fleece, um, and Talos kept the Argo at bay by hurling great boulders at it. Okay. Yeah, even though he was only a small fella. Yeah, yeah, he, he just stopped them landing by throwing rocks at them, okay? Right. Which, again, wouldn't have really been the same in the film. <laughs> it's not, not the thing of cinema films, no. is it, really? Yeah. Um, and uh, he was killed by uh, somebody called Medea, who deceived him into oh. believing... Oh, you know that name. Uh, Medea, isn't that uh, Jason's bit of fluff in the film, isn't it? I, I noticed. Is she called yeah, Medea? Yeah, I think the girl in it is called Medea, yeah. Because I always oh. think whenever they say, hello, Medea, and I think, oh, that's, you know, oh, that's yeah. a bit polite. <laughs> well, in yeah, the I'm original sure tale, Medea. she... Mm. Oh, right. Well, in the original tale, she was a sorceress, and she deceived him into believing that uh, he would become immortal if he removed the nail. Yeah. Okay, and the Ichor. Is that how you pronounce it? Ichor? I-C-H-O-R? Ichor? Ichor? Yeah, Ichor. I don't know. Ichor, yeah. Ichor. Anyway, it ran out of him like molten lead when he pulled the nail oh. out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the straddling of the headland, um, he never did in the legends. Uh, that was a nod to the Colossus of Rhodes. Colossus one of, the of old, Rhodes, uh, yes. Yeah, the old yeah. Uh, Seven Wonders of the World, which uh, supposedly did uh, straddle the harbour at Rhodes that's right and um, if you ever visit Rhodes they make great tourist <laughs> play yeah. of this even though yeah. it doesn't doesn't exist it's been anymore. gone for like 4,000 yeah. years or yeah. whatever yeah um, Ray Harryhausen he he made the main st- uh, stop motion version of uh, Talos uh, he was 12 inches tall um, same size as an action man or a G.I. Joe for our American listeners and I saw that once I, I went up to the Museum of the Moving Image in London in, I think, about 88, 89. And they had a big display of his work there. And I was just amazed how small Talos was to, uh, you know, to appear that big on screen when he was only, like, a foot tall, you know. And that's when I met Ray Harryhausen. He was actually there. It was just blind luck that uh, I went up on the day and he was was being interviewed by an American TV (laughs) crew. And they took a break in... um, in filming and i went up to him and said i said excuse me mr harryhausen he's like yeah i said well i'd just like to you know and i just like yeah. to thank him for all his work and you know shook his hand and uh made my day that did but yeah so if you'd gone any other day you wouldn't have met him i wouldn't have met him no 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 now oh. if you want to go and see a celebrity yeah. or or an actor or a director you have to pay hundreds you know for the privilege yeah it's yeah it's big 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 business now isn't it i, yeah. I sort of I, I miss those days when, you know, pe- people could just turn up <laughs> and do yeah. something like that. Or I say you, you wouldn't get you wouldn't get someone of that sort of caliber now doing a small uh, film fair in Watford. It just no. it wouldn't happen. The only time um, recently that that would happen, and it used to happen quite regularly. It was in the end, it was quite getting silly. Was I kept bumping into Peter Furman? Do you know who Peter Furman is? It doesn't well, ring a bell. Oliver Postgate and Peter Furman. Oh, you know, right, yes. Yep. The, the Clangers, uh, Noggin yep. the Nog, um, Bagpuss. Yeah, they, they they both lived just outside Canterbury. And when I wor- worked at Canterbury, 
very often I'd go up to uh, WH Smith's and go upstairs, and Peter Furman would always be in the art department of WH Smith's. You know? <laughs> it worked there. <laughs> in the end, it became quite commonplace to just see Peter Furman in the art department. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's strange when you see because all these people are just real people. <laughs> but yeah. it's strange when you see them in real environments, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't feel Detached right from it all. No, yeah. no. All right. Well, yeah, that was the original. Uh, that, that, that was the main model. Um, but they did also have larger scale fiberglass sections uh, for close ups, including the arm and the hand when the arm and hand comes down to uh, get the guy. And of course, the ankle. Um, apparently, uh, Ray found it very tricky to unlearn all the techniques that he had uh, developed over the years to try and iron out jerkiness. Yeah, because you wanted the motions because he wanted jerkiness. So he he had to kind of like forget all that. And apparently he found it quite difficult because it is still Uh, it's it's quite smooth, isn't it? It's 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 really nice animation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, apparently originally Talos was meant to have just been standing there. But Ray thought it would be more dramatic to actually have him climb off a plinth. So, again, this is Ray dictating how things looked. And how things yeah, went. Yeah, he was. He, he had an eye for a good shot, didn't he? Definitely. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's the, the the introductions of a lot of this stuff are really well thought out. Mm. Occasionally, someone will just wander on from the side of the screen, especially like the um, as you said in uh, Simbadi Ida Tiger, when you, it's like right at the final bat at the end, and they just wander on from either side of the screen. <laughs> so, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he. Um, when, when, at his best, and he was never anything less than really good. But at his best, uh, no one could touch him on the no. uh, on on iron up a shot. No, no. Um, moving away from him for the for the actual actors, uh, they built a full size foot and ankle um, and set it up on the beach. Um, and the props department made uh, the liquid uh, that was going to come out of uh, his ankle. It was a mix of oatmeal and coloured water. Mm. Yes. Um, yeah, but when you then cut to a a, a a middle shot, a medium shot of of the stop motion version, of course you you can't animate water one frame at a time. So that was actually yeah. cellophane. It was just like scrunched up cellophane, which was oh. turned and had a red light shining on it. So clever, clever little uh, tricks of the trade they've got, isn't it? It's yeah. And then very clever. That, yeah. The crackling effect. Now, I thought it was a case of, you know, he would have like been drawing on the cracks, you know, yeah, spreading one frame at a time. Apparently not. Um, there was another model, a fiberglass version of uh, of the model, and he actually cut the cracks into it one frame wow. at a time. They, they, they are actual physical cuts into the model. I wonder because when, when when you're watching that sequence, unusually for Harryhausen. The, the the it does move a little bit between and you get that almost and that's why I say it reminds me of the Quake Master Pit one where they it, it it's not quite smooth. No, it's too jerky, if he was, isn't Yeah. It? If he was doing um like say cutting into a fiberglass then it would have resulted in that whole miniature being moved, worked mm. on, put back in. Yeah, so that that would explain why it's not yeah, quite as smooth yeah. as the rest of it. Yeah, but it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't it, matter. It, it um, works, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. So that's my uh, behind-the-scenes info done. So we move on to the rating now, Ian. So what have yeah. you got? 
Well, this isn't it. I've, I've been deliberating on this one because I want to give it a fair rating and I've got to try and separate a lifetime's adulation of this sequence mm. to, to how it actually stands up. And I, it's difficult. It's very difficult. I'm, I'm going to have to go with, I wanted to give it a 10, but I can't because there are a couple of little bits in it that it's, it's not the perfect sequence, but it's close. Mm. So I'm going to go with a nine on this one, which I think is my highest. I think it's my highest score so far, but yeah, I'm going to go with a nine on this one. Snap. That's exactly what I've got. I've got, I've got a nine as well Uh, for everything that you've just said. It's a bona fide classic. Um, even if, as you say, if you take the uh, the emotional uh, yep. side of it out, you know, um, it, still it, it, it's still and it's quite astonishing for its time. You know, it's just an utter yep. classic, but uh, not classic enough to give it a 10. But I'm happy with yep. a nine. So that's an average of a nine. Excellent. Well, deserved. Right. OK, well. That's it. That's the uh, episode done. Um, anyone out there, if you want to head over to Facebook, uh, I'll be putting up a ton of um, photos um, from um, from Ray Harryhausen's work, how it appears on the screen, him behind the scenes, his original designs, and uh, Talos depicted through the ages. So, yeah, head over for that. Thanks, then, Ian. No problem, Eric. Pleasure as and always. Thank you very much, sir, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That's all, folks.